What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Oblivious Podcast. We're on episode 67. We just got done waiting on Julio, and we're going to go ahead and get things going. So, how is everybody doing? Starting with Angel. How are you, Angel? I'm I. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Glad you're I. Sarah, how are you? I'm also I. Okay. Julio, how are you? He's kind of spicy. He's okay. He's spicy. What? Uh, I'm doing good myself. I'm yeah. I'm fine. Um. All right. We're just gonna delve into our first topic of the evening. We eat. Yeah, we eat. I guess. So move to my uh, guest room where I actually have a table. Want to go through a journey with me? No, mute yourself. Um. So our first topic. Goddamn. Of the evening is uh, limited PS2-themed PlayStation 5s. I'm not sure if they're doing these for an anniversary or anything, but um, they will be uh, they will be releasing these very limited, like extremely limited. I think there are only maybe 500 uh, of them, right? Um, mm-hmm. PS2. There we go. Okay, uh, so... We recorded the whole segment on the custom PS5 and realized that we didn't record it. So that's that's a podcast first, but here we are. So I'm just going to quickly go over what I went over already. Um, it It's very limited. It's a bit more expensive than a base PS5. It's not for an anniversary. It's based on... It's just based on the PS2. It's just designed like it. And... There are only 500 of the controllers and only 300 of the of the of the consoles. So everybody here, when we initially thought we were recording it, uh, agreed that it looks significantly better than the base PS5, and we all found that kind of funny. How the one that's being mass marketed and everybody's getting looks significantly worse in our opinion than this design, but that's whatever, right? Uh, y'all reiterate what you thought, and then we'll just move on. It looks like an antagonist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go get water real quick. Keep going. My God, Julio. <laughs> this dog and his terrible timing. Uh, so. Did you just disconnect him? Yes. Oh. So. <laughs> I don't know. I like it, it. It's really cool. I'll put a. You got your water. Okay, just come on, man. Get your water. So, the the design is neat. It looks cooler. It it's selling for more. This is dragging out, but for those who are curious, I'll put up a picture in the YouTube version of the podcast for you to see. Um. We all agree that it looks a lot better than the original design. The controller is selling for ninety nine USD. Uh, the That's console. That's a lot of money. Not really. The console is selling for six hundred and fifty. Goddamn. Which is a lot. But yeah, so look, it's cool. But you know, um, it's up to you whether or not you'd want to spend that much money on something like that. So. It is interesting that you're paying 150 more dollars for a redesign of the console 
than you are for the base console. Like, because if, if it was $500, I, I would absolutely go out of my way to get that. Like, if it was the base price as the PS5. Uh, but because it's so much more expensive just for a black coat of paint, that's a bit annoying. Um, yeah, it's a black coat of paint, and, like, I think I see a little... PS2 symbol on it. Yes. That's not a hundred worth one hundred fifty dollars. I'd pay maybe twenty extra dollars for that max. So it's only that's on a good day. It's only that much more expensive because it's it's uh being shipped in limited amounts, like very limited amounts. That's why. So I don't know, man. Really interesting. Uh, but yeah, apparently, uh, whew, holy shit, fifty four thousand people put themselves on a wait list for it already damn like um 54,000 so literally most of them are going to be disappointed yeah because only 500 are being of the controllers are being distributed and 300 of the uh, systems so that's crazy but I'll ask again and it wasn't caught in the recording obviously but I'm asking now um any final thoughts on that before we move on how much you think it's going to be worth on eBay in one year's time? Well, let me see how much it is now. I get scalped? I'm sure it is being scalped already. Yeah, the, the first 500 people applying are all scalpers. The same scalper. Uh, there are currently no listings for it right now on eBay. The base PS5, wait... Uh, someone has listed it for twelve hundred dollars. So only double. Hmm. I was expecting triple. I think it'll go up by a lot in the next few days when once more mm-hmm. listings start showing up. But that but PS fives are being sold for so fucking much already right now. They're being sold for a, typically around a grand right now for the disc version. Um. So, yeah, there's that to think about. But other than that, I think we're ready to move on into the easier topic. Uh, that being, what are we playing, watching, reading, and or listening to this week? You know, start from the top of the list like we do. Angel, what you been up to? Um, I decided to start rewatching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood for the hell of it. What a weeb. Um, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it. Um, what have I been? I'm I've been listening to the same songs I've been listening to last week because I'm still on the kick of that one song. I don't know why. Um, playing. I pick. I played some Minecraft this week too, on my computer. Hmm. I don't know. I my sleep schedule's been like really screwed up. So, like. I wake up at like two or three in the afternoon, and then I stay up till two and two or three at night. Then I wake up for a couple hours around eight a.m. It's been a time this week. Um, my week's been boring. I've just been watching that, and I've been watching some YouTube. I don't know. I, I'm boring. I'm sorry. You're good, dog. We're just asking you what you're up to. Uh, so, that brings us to Sarah. What you been up to this week, Sarah? I've actually been getting really big into the Frights. 
Um, Ooh. I'm not going to go on a thing about that. I'm just going to recommend Puppy Knuckles by them. That is a very good one. Crest Bucket. So that's it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Bada boom, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Uh, all right. Is that it for you this week, Sarah? Yeah, I have nothing going on, man. I'm unemployed. I mean, for now. <laughs> for now, I have an interview. I have that an interview on so Monday menacing. with Maricorps. So. Well, fuck yeah. Hopefully that goes well. I'm sure it Hopefully. will. Hopefully. But that brings us to Julio. What you been up to this week, Julio? This Mexican Coca-Cola is way better than normal. Okay. So, something I forgot to mention the last week is that I saw a movie on Netflix called The Student, which is like a very basic thriller about this, uh, what's his face? I'm pretty sure it's the same actor that plays the guy from Dog with a Blog, but I could just be hair, long hair racist. Um, yeah, so, what is it? Yeah, he's, uh studying in law school and has this final due and the teacher fails him because what he did was basically cheat and it was like a really stupid reason too it's like it's an ethics class so you're supposed to be ethical right what he does is to win by lying and uh yeah he failed so we like this whole tangent it goes downhill he uh it starts ruining the teacher's life by, like, breaking to her house, um, stealing her money, all that. Making her think she's going crazy. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, like always, she, like, runs away fast. And when he catches her, she grabs his gun and shoots him. And, like, oh, he's dead now. The end. Um, what else? What else have I done? I've been playing uh, this little-known series. It's about a space marine um, going on a space war against these aliens. Uh, it's called uh, Halo. <laughs> oh my god, Julio. Yeah. yeah, me and Zane have been playing through that, and it, we're playing on the Master Chief Collection, which is god-awful. God. Some Halo games run like shit on it, or only really two of them, but Halo 1 ran okay, uh, Halo 2 ran superb, Halo 3 ran like fucking dog shit, we just ended up playing it by ourselves at the same time. Um, Halo 3 ODST ran exactly the same like Halo 3, so we didn't even try, uh, but Halo 4 is running fine, so. This guy speedruns way too fast, he like jumps over enemies before he even gets to see them. Whatever, man. The combat in Halo is fun, but I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna add an additional three fucking hours to a playthrough just to shoot things. Like, I wanna, I wanna continue the story. Um, and honestly, the way more appealing part of Halo is not even the gunplay, it's the vehicles. I love driving, like, in a Warhog or Ghost or something. That shit's actually, like, really fun. Mm-hmm. So, which we're totally doing that tonight. But, yeah, what else, Julio? What have I done? I've done some stuff. I've downloaded Among Us onto the laptop, and it's it's going fine. So I still don't like public lobbies because, like, every time I'm imposter, half the lobby leaves and I win automatically, and I'm like, yeah, good game. Um, what else have I done? Play a lot of Siege. Ah, fuck my ice. 
Um, I can't remember. I'll watch something right now on Netflix. Let's let's see what I can watch. You go next, Zane. Dude, we're recording a podcast. Don't start watching. Zane, something. I'm not gonna actually do it. Oh, okay. I'll <laughs> What's wrong with you? You have to go off on your ass. All right, but this week personally, you've been playing Halo with uh with th- th- that kid. But um, other than that, I started reading the new uh. Star Wars novel, The High Republic. It's called Light of the Jedi. Really good. Won't get into plot details. All I can say is that, holy shit, I recommend it, even if you don't like Star Wars. If you just like good writing, it's super interesting. And honestly, it I really recommend it if you don't like Star Wars, because it really doesn't feel like most Star Wars at all. It's very unique. So, it's pretty good so far. I'm surprised at how dark it was in the beginning. Um, but it still is a nice little... It is a, it's a little nice piece of escapism with everything going on right now. Uh, especially when it comes to the motifs and themes of hope that it often prevents. Which I know it's a pretty common thing in Star Wars, but this is a bit more heavy-handed with it. So, uh, some people may not like that, some people may see it as its detriment, but I enjoy it. So, I am enjoying that right now. That is really it for me this week. Just that and Halo. I uninstalled Siege this week. I really gotta quit playing Siege. It's like a it's like becoming a toxic thing, so definitely done with that game for at least a while. So, <laughs> I don't know. But that is it for me this week. I think we are ready to move on into our next topic. If y'all are. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, cool. So, our next topic of the evening mm. is Minecraft Earth being shut down. So... This is much less what I want to get into than whether or not y'all think trend chasing is a very healthy thing in the industry. Um, in the games industry, or in any industry, honestly. Like movies, books, whatever, right? Music. So, first... I think, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I think if they do it, like, way too late. Like, Pokemon Go was big. It, like, fucking blew up. And it was great for everyone. It's not like, like, one of those like, bad trends, except for, like, a few people that, oh, like, fall off cliffs or something, but, um, no, I don't care, Netflix. God damn it. Um, um, yeah, but if you, like, you're, like, Minecraft Earth, um, you're kind of late, and especially this year when, uh, the, the Plague Inc. happened. Yeah, basically, the Plague Inc. I like that. But yeah, it just it was a last year was a really bad year for the for the app. I know it's been around for a year or two. Um, I can't imagine that COVID did it many favors because the app does require you to walk around and use your phone with augmented reality and whatnot. So, but kind of I want to branch this into a bigger discussion on whether or not trend chasing is a very healthy thing, right? So sometimes it works out like a lot of. Well, it's subjective whether or not you think it works out when it comes to this example I'm about to convey. But one thing that I've noticed was a big trend and still kind of is in the industry is Battle Royale games. This started with... Arguably, if you really want to get like in-depth about it, it started with Hunger Games, like the movies, no joke. Um, 
the whole concept of a battle royale. And then there was a PvP mode for Minecraft that was made on a server called Minecraft Hunger Games, which functions. Which functions. A Japanese movie? Huh? Um, a Japanese movie called. I'm pretty sure it's Battle Royale, like straight up. The Japanese movie that. about like this um, high school. I think it inspired Hunger Games, and that's the. you know, the snowball. Um, it's the yeah, that, that Japanese movie of kids having to kill each other to, uh, I don't know, graduate? I forgot what it was. Dude, it's a crazy fucking snowball effect when you think about it. So, let's yeah. let, let's say you're right. Uh, I'm assuming you are with this battle royale. Yeah, movie. I remember hearing about that, too. I think he's right for once. So, goddamn. For once. So, uh, <laughs> this, this battle royale movie comes out, and that, and that inspires the Hunger Games novels to be written. The Hunger Games novels inspire these Hunger Games movies. These Hunger Games movies inspire these uh, this game mode in Minecraft. And then that inspires an entire game genre with things like Fortnite and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds and Apex Legends and even a fucking mode in Fallout 76. Um, yeah, like Daisy. That's one of the... Day or it was more like a survival game, but it had its own like little mode where you, you killed players instead of just survival. It was cute. Daisy looked up when you said that. Uh, but... Oh. So, yeah, it's like the ultimate snowball effect. And that kind of... That, when you think about it, that is a very funny thing because that is a industry breaking... And I don't mean like breaking the industry. I mean like breaking out of it. It goes into other industries. That's an industry breaking trend chasing example because it goes from movie to book to movie to to mod for a game on a server to entire game genre. That's so crazy to think about. Um, and it all centers around this premise of setting a select amount of people on a map, having that map enclose over time, forcing them together, and the last person alive wins. Yeah. That's super fascinating to think about. Whether or not you like games like Fortnite or if you detest Battle Royales in general, you can't deny that it definitely was, it definitely is one of the biggest parts of the games industry now because of trend chasing. So that begs the question. We saw all these games suddenly start doing, uh, start trying to copy this augmented reality stuff that, um, that Pokemon Go established. When Pokemon Go came out, it was huge, and then suddenly, oh, Minecraft Earth, oh, the the Witcher Tales or whatever it's called, the CD Projekt Red started making a Witcher augmented reality game. There was one for uh, Harry Potter. I don't know yes. if that came out of beta. There was ever. some <laughs> random Harry Potter one. Uh, there was yeah. a Walking Dead one. So many. Um, and so it really begs the question. There are some things where it when it comes to trend chasing that are beneficial to the industry or whatever industry it's involved in. And then there are some things that really aren't uh, like this. This is probably one of those examples of things that just like really does not catch on, but everybody's still trying to do it just because it made a lot of money initially. So I don't know. What do y'all think? Do y'all think that overall trend chasing is something that should still be around or would you be happier if it was just done away with altogether? I think that if it's a very, very broad thing, trend tracing can be okay in the small scale, not large scale. But overall, I despise it. Like, zero out of ten. The only trends I like are, like, a few memes. Like... Mm. When you think about it, trend chasing is just trying to get the money from other things. 
by making people think you're the original in some sense of the word. At least that's my take on it. I think that's correct. Yeah, so if you're only doing a trend for, like, money, like, you see out there in the, the app store, there's, like, us among an original game where 15 astronauts try to find out which one is the, the, the guy, the evil one. Right, yeah, exactly. That's like, $5, like, shut up, don't don't, or, don't waste your time on that. Or, like, when Minecraft, <laughs> when Minecraft first came out and all this shit came out, like, uh... You know, fucking Miner Z and like Craftmine and all that crap. Um, yeah, Craftmine is a real thing. Um, yeah. Like, what's funny though? What's really funny is that's such a double-edged sword. I don't hate trend chasing because um, I love iteration. I think iteration is what makes so many games super cool. Like, here's the thing: Ghost of Tsushima is such a wonderful game. I love it inside and out, but holy shit, that game only has, like, one or two original ideas. But that's okay. It does so many things that work, and it melds, it molds them all together so well. And it does the things and the trends in the industry that work perfectly. And it does introduce a few things that are original, of course. You have to, right? If but, you bring something original to the table using aspects of a trend, I'm okay with that. Right. But if it is just a blatant ripoff and cash grab, no. Bad. And, like, even with the Minecraft discussion, Terraria. So many people love Terraria, but I don't think Terraria would exist if not for Minecraft. So there's that to think about. Um, obviously, when when Halo came out initially, every fucking uh, FPS developer under the sun who was making them for consoles was like, Oh my god, the right analog stick? We use that for aiming the cursor. Holy shit. Like, that was such a big deal. And then suddenly, that was never a thing. That was not a thing until Halo. Um, so, pretty cool to think about. Look, back in the day, Julio, a lot of a lot of games used RB and LB on consoles, or even the D-pad to change the position of the camera to like aim it. Um, that sounds horrible. It's awful. I try playing Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six on the PS One, uh, but it's, it was rough. So. That kind of trend chasing is really cool. I think that's when it's super beneficial is when something, some new idea is brought about in an industry and everybody kind of uses it because it enhances everything that it touches, right? Uh, what's another example of that? Maybe just FPSs in general. When, I, I don't remember what the original FPS was. I don't remember if it was Doom or Wolfenstein. But when either one of those came out, all of a sudden, so many FPSs were being made. I mean, shit, the original Elder Scrolls games were essentially Doom Quake clones when it came to the way they, like, felt and walked around and shit. Um, so that is super interesting, to me at least. But One of the examples is, your, is one of your favorite things, man, the thing that's inspired Deception series, the Deception genre. Right, and, and yeah. which inspired Among Us to an extent. Yeah. So that's super cool. To think about and obviously trend chasing is not just in the games industry it's in movies and books as well and there are other terms for that as well uh trend chasing is often called tropes or cliches or yeah cliche or genres in general you know so i don't know why i said that so aggressively i was like genres but uh yeah, horror movies always have that one virgin girl being alive yeah for some reason yeah exactly 
trend chasing is a huge, 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 huge part of every industry, and it is both a good and a bad thing, I'd say. But it definitely is a discussion to be had as to whether or not just blatant taking this concept and throwing it onto an IP and intellectual property, like taking the augmented reality from Pokemon Go and throwing it on Minecraft or Harry Potter or, I don't know, The Walking Dead or Star Wars or something, it, it, whether or not that's a good thing. Um, so that is definitely something to consider. I kind of don't have anything else to throw out there regarding this. Do y'all have anything? Mm. Yeah. Um, like basic shit like vampires and zombies, like nothing would exist without the, like that original idea someone made. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard this multiple times from many people. There are no longer any original ideas. It's already been come up with once. I... No. I've heard that from multiple people multiple times. Well, yeah, I don't agree with that, though. I think there are tons of original ideas. I don't think there are original concepts as much because everybody is a person functioning on their own wavelength and they come up with these things even if they think they're the first one, too. Um, I think there are totally original ideas, but the catch is a lot of original ideas are iterations on previously established ideas. Let me use let me use siege operators as an example. Like you can have you can have a fucking uh, which one's the um, bandit and like and then you know operator like Cade like he's basically bandit but he throws shit like Ayla. So like you can have. Uh, unoriginal ideas, combine them, make an original idea. It's basically cheating, but it it's an original idea. Yeah. You're making sense, dog. You do be making sense, yeah. though. I'm making dollars, man. <laughs> that was aggressive. Alright, but, uh, so with that, do we have any final thoughts on that before we move on? Hmm... Uh, do we? I don't have. I don't a know, but don't don't moan like that again. What? Don't do that. that moan. He just. What hmm. was that? You must have heard it wrong. Like it must have come out weird on your end because he just said all he did was uh. Hmm. Uh yeah, I was just doing uh. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> what did, were you like? Were you listening and you just hear Julio go like ah uh, like out of nowhere? No, no, it sounded like you went. And I did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Julio, what do you Hello? think? Like, Julio, what do you think? He goes, <clears throat> Oh, okay, Julio, Jesus. All right. Sarah, what do you think? You've been kind of quiet. I don't, uh, I don't have any thoughts about it. Just trend chasing equals money. That's it. I do. Yeah. If, you, uh, if you do, like, a, a trendy thing, but you're inspired to make something way better, if you're or not way better, but, like, something off my like, thing is if you're iterating on it on some in some way like if you're adding something of your own flavor to it even if that flavor, flavor. Somebody, um even if that said flavor is something that somebody else might perceive as unoriginal it's still building upon it so many products this, uh, and so many no. things we have nowadays are built off of are built off of previously established ideas like without without dune we wouldn't have star trek or star wars you know people don't seem to get that a lot of the time Nothing, I wouldn't say, I, you remember when we were kids and you would see something that has, like, 
loosely similar plot or concepts like and as kids would be like oh that's a ripoff like just through and through but and now it's as a now as adults we understand that it's just another artist bringing his take to the table mm -hmm. uh, so that's like a go ahead one little game oh go ahead Will, you're good Oh, okay, okay, fine. There's a little game called Puzzle Forge, where it's like, you know how, like, all those thousands of match three games, like Candy Crush and all that? Yeah. Like, this this game does that, but it adds a thing, like, you do that by matching um, materials and then putting them into um, fucking uh, blacksmithing... Molds, yeah, molds, and then you create weapons out of it and sell it like a shopkeep. Like that's that's a very different than normal puzzle um, match threes things. Like you usually like you see like the newest one is like, oh this is this is ruby themed, wow, and it's just it's just you know a picture of a, a character and then you match three things and like they're all like yes do that yeah 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 that's that's just it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know if you make it really unique, it's it's more fun. Than just slapping a new skin onto your fucking game. Well, exactly. Like, I remember when Doom 2016 came out and everybody was like, oh, it's trying to just be a Halo clone. Um, and then everybody played it. And, yeah, the multiplayer felt a lot like playing, you know, Slayer in Halo or something. But the campaign and a lot of the ideas in the multiplayer was summoning demons. And then the entirety of the campaign, it built on its own thing. And it was doing its own thing. It just used a lot of ideas and mechanics established in things like Halo. Yeah. And multiplayer goes in a, a circle. Now in Halo, you can do executions on enemies. Like, just, like, just keeps on going. You right. Can, yeah. Exactly, man. It's, it's super cool. Like, uh, the executions thing was a bit derivative of executions in Gears of War, because when Gears of War initially came out, a lot of games were trying to, all of a sudden, everything was a third-person, sometimes even cover-based shooter. Um, I, a lot of people, I remember when Uncharted came out, a lot of people were comparing Uncharted, of all things, to Gears of War. Talking about yep. how it was trying to be like it, which is super fascinating. So, I don't know. But, with that, any final thoughts now, before we move on? Let's, let's do it three more on topic. <laughs> You'll like. I got this idea from when Julia was talking about like Wait, Candy Crush um, clones were different. Are are you? Have y'all got? It's like there's a genre of those that have a bunch of ads that I found out that that they put ads that are nothing like the game, and oh, then the that's, game is that's... just a trend set, like a trend game. Yeah, that's a, a What's your opinion on that? Oh. Uh, if, you, if you make an ad that is not your game, that is basically, uh, what is it? False advertisement. Right. Hold on, I'm getting called. Keep going. Okay, um, so we're gonna, we're gonna pause for a minute. I gotta go grab something. Um, I'll be right back. Okay, and it's recording. Okay, we're back, everybody. So, we are leaving the previous topic behind and we're going to continue into our next topic before we do questions this topic being um twitch has decided to remove the pogchamp emote from their uh from their chats and from their identity in general because the original person who will not be named because we don't want to give this person a platform or anything like like that many people listen to us but whatever you get the point uh but <laughs> 
he basically he's a jackass um and uh, twitch does not want to associate with that and so a lot of people have been spitballing as to how to replace the pog champ emote and angel what was the idea that's been thrown around recently that i think they're going with um they are go every 24 hours there's going to be a new pog champ from a database that people are compiling into i know examples there is a markiplier one there's an anime face one um I'm trying to remember, like, there's a bunch of really popular streamers that have some variation of their face in that database right now. Charlie's and every 24 hours, they're going to be doing a new one. Hmm. Okay, that's kind of cool, actually. Like, that's really cute. But, I gotta ask, is that for real? I sent a link to the tweet that Twitch did on Twitter. Like, it's an official tweet that tweet that Twitch put out. Because I remember originally when this all occurred, it was just a, uh, it was just a suggestion. Who's Sean Plot? Twitch retweeted that tweet. I don't know who he is. I don't, I looked at it earlier. I don't remember. But Twitch retweeted his with, you know what? In the spirit of figuring out 2021 together, let's just roll with it for now. Get ready for new PogChimp every 24 hours starting today. Okay. That's cool. What do we think of that? I like it. Like, I was never big on PogChamp to begin with, but I like seeing other people possibly getting a platform via that, like, it being suggested. Well, Pog has always just been so funny. A lot of people don't know because it was, like, a more recent, like, huge meme, but PogChamp has been around for fucking ever. Um, almost since the birth of Twitch. So... That's pretty interesting. I think Chad from uh, Cold Ones actually has a PogChamp tattoo. I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I'm not 100% on that, but I think he does. I'm so. looking it up right now. Okay. Um, if I recall correctly, he was talking about it on a podcast uh, a few years ago. How he walked up to the Twitch execs and it was and he was like, hey, check this out. I got a tattoo. Because they were at some convention for it. TwitchCon, I think. So, that's very interesting, but just kind of, I really like the idea. I don't know. What do, what do we think about it, except for me? I'm scrolling through the, like, replies to the official Twitch tweet, and there's a lot of really funny ones. Oh? Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. Julio, what do you think? I think... Uh, I don't really um, use Twitch or really thought the the meme was funny, so I don't I don't know. Wow, you and Angel suck. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's okay. I think it's a really cute idea. I think it's cool. It's gonna give everybody a I, sense of community. Yeah, that, that's something to look forward to. Just with all the shit going on now, that's something cute, and there's gonna be so much meme material. Hell yeah. I, honestly, so when it initially all occurred, and they were kind of open to suggestions for who to replace it with, I was really wishing that they would replace it with that one kid from the from the Spongebob title card meme, where he's like, let's go, and then he does the pog face, because that was like one of the best <laughs> pogs I've ever seen, dog. This shit was funny. And, you know, unless that kid turns out to be a horrible person, I think it would work. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's pretty interesting. Um, I don't know. We kind of ended up pick, picking a topic that we knew wouldn't last us too long, but um, I, I, I'm i excited to see how this ends up working, this new emo system. Uh, just a nice little bit of community feeling and escapism for people, which is always cool, you know? So, I think with that, unless there are any final thoughts, we're just going to delve into podcast questions and wrap things up here. Get into those damn questions. Alrighty. So, we don't have very many, obviously. But, let me pull them up. So, okay. Our first question is, who is your favorite operator? My god. Zane. Julio, this is literally a question only me and you can answer. Alright, no, we, we gotta have them answer first. Why? They don't know any operators, dog. Well, let's see what happens. Nothing's gonna happen. Um, I like the idea of the oper- the operations and math, up order of operations. Oh Do your math right, kids. Bruh. Alright, never mind. I don't like what their ideas are. What do you mean their ideas? That's her idea. Julio, <laughs> yeah. lump them together yeah. much? I'm trying to sex us. Last right punishment. I, I like Ayana. You barely play as her. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, Fuse is way better. What um, the fuck are you talking about? What are operators? Oh. I, I like the smooth operator. Should <laughs> they? This dude really asked a question that only pertains to half of the people on this podcast. Well, that's 50%, Zane. Alright, my favorite's Mira. There you go. Let's move on. <laughs> and only 25% cared about the question. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, Sarah. Um, <laughs> Alright. Alright. What the hell is this next question? I don't even know what that is. I don't know. We're going to have to look it up. Indica or Sativa? Or oh, fucking Indica, dude. What is that? I'm so confused. Weed. Strains of weed. Yeah. Oh, of course yeah. Ian asked this. <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't answered. There's Indica. different species Indica. of weed? Not what? S- strains, I'm sure. Okay. Strains. Yeah, strains of weed. Sarah, why is Indica yes. the best? Indica, because that shit makes me go night-night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Indica, a way to remember it is Indica, like, in the couch, you're not gonna fucking be getting up. <laughs> Um, and every time I smoke indica or take indica edibles, I am floating for a solid 24 hours. I have a very low tolerance. <laughs> okay. But indica There's is very one, nice, very nice strain. It's a hybrid, but I can't remember the name of it. It sounds like a fucking dessert. Probably hybrid. I don't remember what it is. He literally asked, like, are you cool? Do you guys like indica, sativa, or hybrids? Uh, hybrid because I don't remember the name of it but what they're currently using that in their edibles and that shit's good okay. see Zane look at that the next question was the other 50% what, 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 what the other 50% know <laughs> okay that's actually kind of funny Loki um alright but I'm on the lame 50% side Julio you dick I'm not on the lame side you're just the lame but our last question for the evening is, what is your favorite robot? 
I answered that earlier. I said a sex robot. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to elaborate why? No. Oh, because she's a horny ass motherfucker. Oh my no, God. not even that. No, yeah, that's not Sarah. That's just Sarah probably just thinks it's funny. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's from the whitest kid you know. It's hysterical. Uh, I fucking love the whitest kid you know. That that show is the shit. And I know Julio yeah. and Angel haven't seen it, and I don't want them to tell me they haven't because I don't need to be reminded. Um, Joe, huh? What you said? So, what what show? The whitest kid you know. Oh, it's hysterical. I don't think I've seen it, so I I've just... heard of it. Dog. So I'm gonna ask you to explain. That now. <laughs> My God. Okay. Um. Angel, what's your favorite robot? Um, I like Roombas. It doesn't have to be real. It can I want count. to change my answer. What's your answer? You know those robots that look like dogs? They have the four legs. Oh, okay, yeah, the ones used for experiments. There's videos where they, like, kick them down. Yeah. Those ones. I like those ones. Those are my favorite. Use the robot dog. Are you talking about the Boston Sweat Dynamic Dogs? Yeah, Boston Dynamics. Yeah, those are pretty lit. I like those, but I like them the because robot. I like the videos of them getting kicked down. Yeah, me too. Oh, um, you sadistic assholes! Um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Julio. Yeah, we're real. Goddamn. All right, Julio, what's your favorite robot? I can't choose between uh, Mega Man or Alita Battle Angel. I thought you said mm. Mega Mind for a second. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Will Ferrell Loki is a robot. They just like throw him in every comedy. That's movie. the sex robot I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what does he want to stop being in bad comedy movie? Wait, that's Adam Sandler. Um, Damn. Uh, yeah, no disrespect to Adam Sandler. They just keep putting him in garbage. He makes his own movies, dude. Have you seen the movie that he, he didn't he write that one Christmas movie? <laughs> Well, never mind. I stand corrected. Adam Sandler, what the fuck's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> he dresses like my dad, so I was probably a red flag already. Uh, the one that like got memed with the snowball. I don't know what like the meme was. Jack and, Jack and Jill. <laughs> no, like it's literally just the cover of the movie and the titles on the snowball of Adam Sandler throwing it, and like they just someone replaced it with some phrase or something. Hmm. I forgot that it just was a meme that was there for. Christmas time. I have no clue, dog. But yeah, Julio, what's your favorite robot, dog? We derailed. I already said either Mega Man or Alita. Okay, you're not gonna elaborate at all. Oh yeah, Mega Man's pretty cool. He's like, he's like uh, a leech robot. Like his whole thing is he steals the powers of robots he kills. Like, how how strong can you get? Except he dies in the end. And then, and then X dies, and then, <laughs> what was the next one? Walnut? No, no, that's not right. <laughs> Goddamn, there's, uh, something nut. Um, there's also the, the X-Men from the digital version. Of course you like um, a robot named Nut. Yeah, shut up. Um, and Alita. She's, she's Alita. Oh, you just think she's pretty neat, I'm sure. Um, all right. 
Yeah, and she also knows Panzerkunst, which is a fun phrase to say. <laughs> Okie doke. Um, so my answer is a bit complicated. Uh, of course. Damn, okay, Sarah. Um, <laughs> but first, I will say it's not from Star Wars, so I know shocking. Um, but it's uh, Rick Deckard. And the reason that answer is complicated is because 50% of people think he's not a robot, and 50%, including me, think he is. I'm not going to delve into that discussion too much. I know he's a robot. I know he's Is this a that robot. Fallout character? No, dog. It's from Blade Runner. Um, Blade Runner? Yeah. Oh, it's the main character of Blade Runner. He, he's like... I mean, you expect me to, to know the main character after all these years. He's literally played by Harrison Ford. It's like not knowing who Indiana Jones is. Expect me to know who Indiana Jones and or Han Solo is. Are. Julio. <laughs> Anja, dude. Also, you expect me to know who they are. Um, but, <laughs> being a grammar Nazi aside, uh, the, yeah, Rick Deckard is my favorite because he's such a really fucking compelling character, especially in uh, 2049. So, yeah, that's my answer. With that, that is all of our questions for the evening. So, this episode will be the first episode to break our one-hour streak in a while. Um, wait, 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 wait. What are we at? We're at 45 minutes. Uh, God damn. No, we need to do something right now. It's fine. Julio, just literally talk about something, dude. Once you get, I, once you get going, you don't I'm going to so. talk like this is my fucking manifesto right now. We are whoa, in an age. Okay, no. You were welcome to try, but if it becomes all right, fine. I'll just say my uh, um, class president speech. I guess. What do class presidents do? Like promise free free pizza? I don't know. I will get you all. What the fuck is a class president? I don't remember. I don't know. It's a thing in every other country besides Texas. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know other states how they are, and nor do I know any other country. I just know it's a thing. Okay. Yeah. So I need to. I need to make up a speech right now. What should I promise everyone? I promise you a better age. Promise you shutting up. I promise to never shut up, so you can hear my angelic voice forever. I'll create an AI. That'll be just like me, and I'm I'll just have him be my predecessor. Um, he's like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> you can do it. He's like nails on a chalkboard at best. Okay. Oh Jesus! Stop. All right, we me? are 47 minutes in. This has been episode I don't know 67. Yes, of the Oblivious Podcast. With that, we're gonna wrap things up. We're sorry this is breaking the one hour streak. But you can tell from the last few weeks, we've been hitting an hour for the sake of hitting an hour, um, which is fine. But this week, with everything going on, we don't want to drag things out for the sake of it and waste your time. So with that, we'll see you guys next week. All the links are in the description. Love you guys. Peace.